What's up, guys? Rick here with five long shots that you can consider for this week's PGA Championship. And remember, this is an absolutely stacked field. All of the best players in the world will be playing TPC Harding Park this week, and they eat up the vast majority of the win equity. But here are five guys that you can consider further down the board for either outright top fives, top tens, or even value plays in fantasy. Let's jump into it. Louis Oosthuizen at 66 to 1 is an option for a seasoned veteran and a guy who knows how to compete in major championships. Not only has he won an open championship in his career, but he's also completed the career grand slam of runners up. That's right. He's finished second in all four majors in his career, which is unfortunate, but it's also a testament to how often he is at the top of the leaderboard when all of the best players in the world play the same event now going back to the beginning of the restart and a little bit before that Louis hadn't been good his off the tee game his approach game was lacking he lost over four strokes on approach at the workday charity open he lost another three on approach at the RBC heritage and his short game was basically in shambles Fast forward to the last couple of starts for Louie and it appears that he has started to figure things out. His 54th at the Memorial is not all that inspiring as a result, but if you look deeper at the stats, he gained 2.6 strokes on approach. His ball striking was just fine. And then last week at the WGC FedEx St. Jude, he kind of put everything together. He gained strokes in all four major strokes gain categories, including off the tee, approach, even around the green. A shade over positive in the short game, and then he rolled in enough putts to gain strokes there. So Louis Oosthuizen is rounding into form. He's a guy who knows how to contend in major championships, and he's sitting there at 66-1. to 1. Ryan Palmer at 125 to 1 is someone who does not get enough credit from the industry. And yes, I'm a little bit concerned about his lack of distance. He ranks 99th on tour in driving distance, but he ranks 20th in strokes gained off the team, meaning he's always putting himself in a good position. And I don't think people understand how good Ryan Palmer has been this year. Obviously, he hasn't won an event, but he was in contention until the 7th. 72nd hole at the Sony Open back in January. He was in the final group at the Farmers Insurance Open before fading to a T21. He finished second at the Memorial just a few weeks ago, and then he finished T15 last week at the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. Those last two major like fields, and Ryan Palmer was able to find his name near the top of the leaderboard. And I'm even more impressed with how he was able to find his name near the top of the leaderboard because Palmer hit the ball beautifully all week last week in Memphis. He was fourth in strokes gained tee to green behind only Justin Thomas, Ches Reavy, and Brooks Kepka last week. Palmer just could not roll the rock, which is usually his bugaboo. But if he can find some putts this week, even putt to the field average, he's probably going to find his name on the first page or two of of the leaderboard. Bubba Watson is available at 125 to 1 and 
Let's be honest, I think it's a very specific pathway to victory for Bubba Watson, but he owns the skill set that I think is most interesting around TPC Harding Park, which is having to play out of the fairway. And if you're not playing out of the fairway, you better hit it very long, which is what Bubba is able to do. In fact, the 4.25 strokes he gained last week, the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational, was his best driving week since the 2019 Valspar. That's right, over a year and a half ago, we just saw Bubba Watson's best driving performance. Now, he wasn't able to cash it in with anything better than a 25th place finish because his irons let him down. He lost three strokes on approach, which quite honestly, since the restart, has been very uncharacteristic of Bubba. He's he's gained in four of his uh, seven starts in the restart. He's also had uh, an epic week like he did at the Memorial where he gained over seven and a half strokes on approach. So I, I think there is a, a, a an argument to be made that if Bubba Watson can combine the uh, you know driving that we saw last week at the WGC FedEx, improve the irons like we've seen most of the restart and just put to the field average, that's probably the pathway to a top 10 for Bubba Watson. And if everything goes right where he catches a hot putter, we know he's not afraid to win a major championship. Obviously, two green jackets in his closet at home. Cameron Champ is as deep as 175 to 1 in some books. And I think that's pretty crazy for a guy who has one of the elite skill sets that Harding Park uh, should be able to, he should be able to take advantage of at TPC Harding Park. And of course, that's the driver. I mean, just look back to last week. The top three drivers, the top three guys off the tee were Bubba Watson, Sergio Garcia, and Cameron Champ, which is no surprise to see his name there because he routinely gains over three strokes off the tee in a given week, and he's only lost strokes off the tee twice since the Northern Trust last year in August of 2019, so twice in basically a calendar year. And I think the narrative around Cameron Champ, which used to be correct, is that he was a one-trick pony. Yeah, that was absolutely right. When he was winning the Safeway and the Sanderson Farms, uh, he basically only had one pathway to victory, which is everything had to go right because his irons were so bad, his short game was so bad, his putter was so bad. But that's not really the case anymore. In fact, his short game, while it's still not great, has significantly improved. The putter specifically, he's gained strokes putting in three of his last five events. A couple of them, like the Charles Schwab Challenge, he gained over two and a half strokes. Last week at the WGC FedEx, he gained over three strokes. There is a a trend line that looks very strong for Cameron Champ long-term. Now, is he going to be able to cash that ticket at the PGA Championship this week? Well, that's yet to be seen, but... He's better than, I think, the industry and the markets uh, want to admit, and he has a skill set that could be the only way to bring TPC Harding Park to its knees. Matthias Schwab is 100-1, to and he is the 79th-ranked player in the world, obviously playing the majority of his tournaments on the European Tour, but he's come over here to the PGA Tour, and he's actually put up a couple of decent results that are worth talking about. Now, before I jump into that, the concern about Schwab, 
zero professional wins. So is that first professional win going to come at the PGA Championship? It's probably unlikely, but I really like the way that his game is trending at the moment. So you look at uh, the 3M Open a couple of weeks ago. He was absolutely scorching with his irons. He gained over eight strokes on approach. He gained another 2.8 off the tee. He was absolutely awesome. He just couldn't putt. Still ended up finishing 32nd, being one of the worst putters in the field. And then he carries that momentum over into the Barracuda Championship, where on Sunday he almost jumps up and steals this tournament, ends up finishing in a tie for third, a few points back of the eventual winner, Richie Warinsky. Remember, that's modified Stableford scoring, so I'm talking in points, not strokes. And now you've got a guy who in his last two starts has been excellent from Tita Green, who has popped up on the top of leaderboards. He is a top 80 player in the world. I don't care what tour he usually resides on. This is an opportunity to buy a hot golfer very low on the betting board.